Hello, everyone. I'm Lola. And I'm Sarah. We are co-hosts of the show, No, no One else. else. And today, we are going to be something doing what? <laughs> what? Wow. We're going to be doing that. something doing. Yep, exactly. <laughs> we are embracing Halloween. Yes. Spooky it's stories. Spooky season. It is spooky season, <laughs> our favorite time of season. Um, I also wanted to preface this to I apologize about last week how we kind of didn't posted something maybe sorry we you know yeah, I'm so sorry um that's on me to be honest like I've been going through it uh I'm not gonna say what's been going on but school's been rough that's all I'll say but other things have been getting in the way so I apologize that's on me um but we're back and yes. we're, we're doing better than eh. <laughs> such a mood better than eh. <laughs> better than eh. I, I wanted to say better than ever but that's not true and then, like halfway through that phrase you just like realize you're like better than actually uh. that oh that's good that, that was good <laughs> better than eh. um but yeah spooky season uh what are we doing (laughs) so today we are going to the classic reddit and we are looking at uh different stories Mm -hmm. uh we are reading from r slash true scary stories yeah so So spooky stories spooky stories we love the spooky stories for the spooky time of year aka halloween yes um so but yeah i just wanted to also say too i don't even know they say that they're true but i also haven't read any of the stories mm-hmm. i just picked everything because you know the drill everybody you know how that we just pick everything based off the title yeah we don't read the context of the story we just go for it yeah and so um i think i don't know man i'm just i they might be real but they might not be yeah it, it says r slash true story so it could be i mean well but imagination is a thing <laughs> i'm gonna be saying that towards the end of the episode i'm just gonna be like you know what this is all just a figment of our imagination none of this is true the thing is like we'll go through them and we can decide whether it's real or not um (laughs) but like sarah said imagination is a thing use it people just (laughs) yeah yeah it's everything's a figment of your imagination but uh yeah so sarah has picked I don't know, like 15 of them or something. I don't know how many we'll get through, but we'll. I picked a lot. Yeah, she picked a lot. Um, She will be reading them uh, because, like, as you heard me earlier, be like, eh, <laughs> life is eh. Better than eh. <laughs> Better than eh. Um, I'm not really there to be reading these right now, but I will be reacting and maybe I'll give my opinion on if it's real or not. Um, Whether you believe me, Sarah, or not, I don't know. We'll see. We'll get into it. Okay, so for the first one, um, we are starting with, for the title, um, I'm assuming this says no fucks around or no fucking around with Ouija boards. A hundred percent. Why would you do that? I, my thoughts exactly. I would absolutely not. Yeah. No, do not. Ouija boards? Mm-mm. Like, don't invite the evil in. Come no. on now. No. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. I, 33 female, grew up in a haunted house. It was an old Queen Anne farmhouse from in Wisconsin that was built in 1865. During World War II, it was a halfway house for soldiers returning home from the war. There were dot 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 odd things that would happen pretty routinely. Radios would turn up or down on their own. 
pictures would fall off shelves and my bedroom door wouldn't stay closed no matter what I did. Okay, that, that's a sign for you to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Burn it. Burn it. Get the fuck out of that place. And it also says in brackets, outside of eventually putting a latch on the door. So I'm assuming if they're like physically pushing the door, yeah, yeah. it didn't close until and then they had to use force by like a latch to close the door. Yo. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Often you could hear people talking in the next room over, but yeah, but then no one would be there. I'm sorry. Sometimes like you guys might think I'm crazy, but sometimes I'm like, I'm so tired sometimes that I think I hear someone calling my name. Yeah. And so I go and tell my like ask my brothers. I'm like, hey, did you just call me? They're like, no, you're fucking going crazy. And I'm like, I think so, to be honest. So but like, (laughs) but like to hear like someone else talking, but not saying your name, just talking. That's creepy as hell. Yeah. Yeah. And it says there's a spot on one of the landings on the stairs that go up to the second floor that was always ice cold. It didn't matter if it was the dead of summer or if the heat was turned on. Sometimes the entire house would boom and shake out of nowhere like someone hit the house with their car. What the? Pardon me? Yo. I don't like that. I don't like that either. mm, mm. I don't like that at all. And sometimes there was a banging noise in the ceiling, which would start at one end of the house, but then rapidly, too rapidly to be some sort of critter, it would travel along the ceiling to the other side of the house. That took around two to three seconds. There was a freak cherry tree in the backyard that grew as tall as the house, in brackets, three stories. It was, there was also a young woman with blonde hair and a white dress who appeared pretty commonly to guests in the front hallway. And then they're just like, I'm sorry, that just freaks me out. And like, that just brought like, you know, the scenes from what is the movie? There's one movie that like, it's a scary movie. And you just see a girl in the hallways like that just. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know what movie that is, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And then I love how they just end that paragraph with <laughs> that's just a few examples. <laughs> like that's not love that I, you're you're trying to uh, lighten up the mood. That's and just like, a few, <laughs> you know, um, sometimes you just need humor literally to, to cut off the bullshit. Right? Exactly. So and then continuing on, it says, One day when I was in middle school, a friend from school, Josie, and I decided to play around with her Ouija board. Mistakes, 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 mistakes. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but like your house is already fucking haunted. Why would you bring in Why? more yeah. evil? Like- yeah, I'm like, you're just inviting all of the demons to come. And nope. You're like, nope. you're like, uh, I'm just going to open the door. Come on in. Let's have a party. Literally. Absolutely not. Anyway, it says, mind you, the timing for this was not good. Yikes. Josie's mom, aw, Josie's mom had passed away and her dad was abusing her at home. Oh, that's so sad. So she had been staying with us for a few days while we figure out what to do. So things were tense and emotional and Josie was in a vulnerable position. Mm -hmm. On top of of that, we didn't know what we were doing. That, that's why you don't touch Ouija boards because you don't know what you're doing. No one knows what they're doing. 
True. Yee. That night, we must have made contact with something angry. Or made something angry. I don't really remember how the seance started or what really led up to things getting out of hand. All I remember is looking at Josie and she had her switchblade pressed to her own throat with the edge against her skin. Wait, 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 wait. Can you just reverse and repeat that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, um, that night we must have made contact with something angry or made something angry. Uh -huh. I don't really remember how the seance started or what or what really read I I don't really <laughs> Try again. <laughs> I keep killing the mood, yeah. guys. My god. Um crickets, crickets. Cr yeah, literally. <laughs> elevator music. I don't really remember how the seance started or what really led up to things getting out of hand. Mm -hmm. All I remember is looking at Josie and she had her switchblade pressed against her pressed to her own throat with the edge against her skin. I opened my mouth to say something, yell maybe, but at the moment the bedroom door opened, shoving the chair that was holding it closed out of the way, and then it slammed shut just as the lamp on my nightstand went flying across the room, oh, shattering no. against the opposite wall. When I asked her what she was doing, all she said was, I couldn't move. We never spoke again about it, but that's the only time I can remember ever being actually afraid of what was in that house. That's the time that got you thinking. <laughs> like, wait you wouldn't think all everything that happened before, like the running across the roof and the crashing in the sound of nowhere and no, the ice the cold on the is, stairs like hello like no i get i yeah yeah that would scare the shit out of me but i think like to physically see something be thrown and like smashed mm -hmm. and that would terrify me more than just like hearing sounds and yeah. being like oh maybe like you know it was the tree or something or like there's something in this house like critter that i don't know that's in here right so you can justify that but like to see an object just fly across the room without any explanation like there's nobody there grabbing it right yeah. that would be like okay so what i was feeling this whole time was actually real mm -hmm. and now i need to get the fuck out of this house because without like that proof i guess without that experience like little sounds wouldn't scare a lot of people they would but it wouldn't be a good reason for you to get out of a house yeah does that make sense um but what the fuck <laughs> that is all levels of fucked up like when you were that, saying that oh, yeah. when the whole like throwing an object across the room my i my body got chills like instantly yeah Ugh. Uh, nope, I don't burn the house. Burn, burn, burn the house. Burn the house. I'm like, I feel like I've said this lots of times, but burn the bitch. Burn the house down. Like, no. Don't, whatever you did with that Ouija board, you made someone angry or you brought something that was angry and they, yeah, that was bad. Yeah. I feel like you probably like upset whatever, especially since you said this house was like a halfway house where soldiers would come and yeah. kind of rest up um you don't know like what they went through or like 
if any of them actually passed away there. Like you don't know what kind of anger and you moving into that house obviously might have angered the spirit that was living there. And it's like, okay, not only are you coming into my space, but now you're just fucking around. Um, I'm pissed now. You know, like you don't know. You don't know. Like just just the fact that you and the stories you hear about these like Ouija board board situations so sorry no you're good um i don't know what made you think that that was a good idea especially with your house already giving you the creeps yeah um and I don't considering get it. that josie was in a very like fragile state yeah, too vulnerable yeah. state, and that's actually crazy that's crazy wow that's insane and so okay yeah. sorry i'm sorry but would you say are you gonna read the the uh replies to this or i can let's let's read the um the little comments but also i want to ask you do you think it's real or not um i want to i mean it seems very specific so Mm -hmm. i would want to say yes Mm -hmm. that it is real just because it sounds very like very exact about the house was built in 1865 and then during world war ii it was the halfway house and blah 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 and then middle school there was this friend Mm -hmm. like all these things like all this list of different things that happened like it sounded like exact but okay (laughs) the reason why i'm asking this do you think it's too exact as if like someone just seen it on a movie and just kind of copy paste type of situation because the whole like knowing about the history of the house and stuff like that but also i want to believe certain aspects of the story but the aspect of seeing the 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 woman in the hallway wearing whatever it definitely i was like ooh, i don't know about that one (laughs) just Mm -hmm. because like any type of like haunted stories you see either a little girl waiting outside the tree or waiting near the tree and looking at you or someone in the hallway. Yeah. You know, so that part I was like, eh, iffy about. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's why I wanted to ask you if you think it's real or not. Yeah. And to touch on some of the replies, if we did want to go into those. Yeah. One of the replies was someone is like built in eight, 1865 during World War Two question mark. <laughs> and then the person who wrote the post and said, no, it was built in 1865 and was a farmhouse until war, World War II, uh, which at that point became a home for the soldiers returning from the war. Hence the period between sentences. Mm. Um, someone's like, I've heard the same story on here before, and I remember it vividly due to the comment I left on the story getting upvoted more than any comment I've left on here. <laughs> that doesn't really do anything. For no, me. that doesn't do anything. And then the person who wrote it replied and said, that's so weird, seeing as I've never posted this before and it's a story about my own experience, dot, dot, dot. I must have a different self living in a parallel universe <laughs> that beat me to it. If that's I, the best answer. <laughs> if I find them, I'll give them a stern talking to. <laughs> if you, if you find the story, please show me. I'm dying to know what the parallel universe self wrote. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually hilarious. That's the best one. Um, okay, let's move on to the next next one. Yes. So the next one, this one kind of like makes me a little bit nervous, but the title of this is called Whispering Phone. (laughs) 
Ah, that's so creepy. I'm sorry, but like... <laughs> I, I don't know. I think of something, but I think I'll read the story and then I'll share my story afterwards if it's what I think it is. Okay. <laughs> so this uh, title is called Whispering Phone. Last phones are listening. Just kidding. I'm sorry. What? Are you talking about phones not listening? No, no. Where it was like whispering phones. I'm like, your phones are listening. Hence why they're whispering. Your phones are constantly <laughs> they listening. Are, they're they constantly are. listening. Like imagine you're talking on the phone with someone and this is actually crazy. You're talking on the phone with someone and then all of a sudden you hear someone else in the background being like, hello. <laughs> imagine <laughs> yo i'm sorry i'm killing the mood <laughs> anyway here's the story last week i experienced something eerie that i just can't seem to shake it off mm. to shake off sorry shake it off shake it off <laughs> buzzing out my taylor swift uh it was in the dead of night when i was stirred awake by whispers it sounded like a hushed conversation happening right next to me and the strangeness of the situation jolted me awake. I opened my eyes to search for the source of the whispers, but saw nothing except for a strange, dark, red glow illuminating from my phone. As I reached out to grab my phone, the screen suddenly went black. I hurried, hurriedly checked through the apps to see if anything was running that could have caused the whispers or the red screen, but I found nothing. The time was 3.41 and odd hour for anything like this to happen. Mm-hmm. 3.41 a.m. Sorry if I didn't clarify that. I initially brushed it off thinking maybe I was dreaming or my sleepy state has conjured up the whispers and the red glow. Mm-hmm. But the next day as I was walking home from work, that same eerie whispering echoed around me. Weird. That is weird. My heart raced as I picked up the pace, but then I saw them. Uh-oh. Them? Them. <laughs> Two dark figures lingering a few paces behind me. Ah, uh, hell no, nah, hell no, 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 uh, hell no. They seemed to disappear as quickly as they had appeared, fading into the shadows. I shared my strange encounters with a friend and was met with a similar story that happened to them just yesterday. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? I'm sorry, what? They too were awakened by whispers, saw their phone light up for a moment, only to go black as they reached out for it. Now, as I lay awake at night, I can't help but wonder if those whispers will return or the dark figures will emerge from the shadows once more. The eeriness of the events has left a lingering fear, a chill that runs down my spine whenever I recall the whispers and the fleeting glimpse of the dark figures in the fading daylight. And the thought that this, it wasn't merely my imagination, but something my friend experienced too, makes it all more unsettling. Now that I am using the account of a friend to ask, has anyone else experienced something like this or are we just spiraling down a well of inexplicable fear? Oh, okay. I like this one because they're asking a question and we'll go through the replies after. Um, do you want to say what you have to say first before I, I spew? I, it's kind of, it, it's weird. But mm-hmm. the fact that this, this other person also went through those exact same things mm-hmm. That's where I think for me, the unsettling part is in addition to seeing a shadow behind you. I mean, maybe you were just like psyching yourself out and you mm. saw something mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. thought you saw something when it was just a tree shadow or something right, right. like like maybe that's what it is where you're just like psyching yourself out and in your peripherals, you thought you saw something. But when you right. turn around, you're like, oh, there wasn't anything there. Right. So mm, I don't know. It's I mm, 
I don't know. I don't know. But you what said do you... There was the, you said that there was something similar before you started reading. What was it that you wanted to say? The what the my story that I was thinking of this. My story has nothing to do with this. So oh, I'm okay. like, because I was thinking I was like whispering phone. I was thinking of something else mm. because the one thing that happened to me is that there was one day I was um, sitting on my couch doom scrolling on TikTok mm -hmm. as one does. Right. And I'm scrolling on TikTok and I'm listening to the audios because I didn't have headphones in. I was just like and I was sitting in silence. My TV wasn't on. I was just in my apartment in silence. Yeah. And as I'm scrolling on TikTok, sitting on my couch, just scrolling through watching the videos, there was at one point where I was scrolling through the videos and I paused the video. But when I paused the video, I heard rustling and talking when it wasn't the video playing. It was almost like someone like got into my phone and or like someone was like watching me through my camera or whatever and That's creepy as hell yeah yeah and literally i'm like i was scrolling through and then all of a sudden when i pressed pause and when the person on the other side didn't think that they could hear me when i pressed pause all of a sudden i was hearing rustling and i was hearing like voices or whatever yeah. then all of a sudden i just like shut my phone off and like threw it across the room i'm like what the fuck was that yeah yeah because that's that was when i heard whispering when i saw the title whispering phone that's what i was thinking mm -hmm. of is that they're scrolling on social media and then all of a sudden they pause their video and then they hear like voices they hear people on the other mm -hmm. side as if you're in a call with someone even mm -hmm. though you're not in a call with mm -hmm. someone that's what happened to me yeah uh, you make a good point because i was going to talk about this anyway so i'm glad that you kind of brought this up um with like obviously hackers nowadays you never know who's actually going through your phone. So when when they said that, oh, I seen a red light and you don't know, maybe someone was going through your phone and hence why like you heard them doing this mm -hmm. um, because they can access your uh, mic and you, they can access anything uh, if they really wanted to. Um, so I was thinking, okay, because of like there's so many things that are going on in the world especially with like trafficking too where with the figures like that just freaked me out like what if that happened to you too and then this is when like i want to know like who's your friend mm -hmm. right like can you give a little bit more of a description of them just so like we know you know like because you're saying like figures like what kind of figures are you talking about? Did they look like abnormal or were they like people? Yeah. Right. Whereas and but then they, they did say like they disappeared. But like, how do you know they just disappeared? Like, what if they just turned because they noticed you were looking at them? Yeah. Right. So there's just certain things where I'm like, it could be so many different things. And it's n not necessarily anything paranormal. It could just be things that are worse than what's you know so that's where my brain went to i know it's kind of dark and morbid i'm sorry but like you you don't you can kind of like explain what really happened with the phone because like technology obviously um but i wouldn't consider this like something spooky i would be more like oh this is a concerning thing like if it's you and your friend like maybe it's like something like tracking you guys right right like with the with um cars too nowadays if they someone puts something on your car don't touch it get in your car and just drive away or 
don't drive to your house just drive away go to a police station whatever um but that could be the case with the phone you know and that them seeing it that way and then following you the next day it could be a completely different Mm -hmm. scenario so um that's where my head went to it didn't really go to anything like oh it's spooky you know yeah and um, also one last thing before uh, we wrap this one up. Yep. There's surprisingly only two replies. Oh, only okay. two. Okay. And they're short. All right. But they're they're good. They're okay. funny. <laughs> so one of them, I mean, would, mm-hmm. one of them is valid. And one yeah. says creepy. Buy a new phone. Yeah. hundred percent. That's a good one. Because then yeah. if it's kind of what we were talking about, just kind of wiping everything all away. Yeah. Then that you can like start fresh, even if you need to get a brand new phone number itself. Yeah. yeah. Anything to kind of keep you safe. hundred percent. And then the other one, the other reply says, probably trying to contact you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know. I read that and I was like, <laughs> I'm like trying not to laugh. I'm like, oh my fucking God. That one's hilarious. All right. Let's, um... I, honestly, I think that this story was definitely real. I think yeah. so. It's not something spooky where you're like you're yeah. questioning it. I, I feel like yeah, this one was real. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think it was like paranormal, like you said. But yeah. I think it's more someone concerning. Yeah, <laughs> concerning because someone might be trying to yeah try to get yeah. you yeah. So all right. Anyway, next one. Let's um, go back to spooky, please. Back to spooky. Um. So this one says uh the spooky alarm. You want spooky? Here it is. This is the wow. spooky alarm. <laughs> I guess I called it out. <laughs> yeah, this is the spooky alarm. Um, it says, so this happened 20 minutes ago, mm. but I feel like it de- it deserves to be shared. Okay. So at about 5.30 a.m., I woke up to, a f- to finish some homework and walked from my bedroom to the next room, or sorry, from the room next door, called the computer room because our Mac computer is in there. So like an office basically yeah kind of computer study room yeah Uh, the second i walk in i hear this super creepy alarm playing it sounded like the end of the abc spelling song sung by ghosts which what which that music box instrumental just plain creepy it went on for maybe five to seven seconds and i was shaken screaming oh my god what is that which woke up my sleeping parents. Mm. They checked every device in the house, but there was no alarms. I could only see one possible, I could only see one possible, cause, wow, this- I'm guessing they're saying I could only see one possible explanation. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see one possible cause to the mystery when I turn on the Mac to see my previous work still saved and open. Along with that, a Spotify page with Halloween lo-fi music playing on mute. Oh. I checked the last couple songs, but neither of them sounded like what I heard. No, in brackets, no ghost choir. Leaving me with the same questions. Where did that spooky alarm come from and why did it sound so close by? Then it says the play- Ooh, ooh, no, 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 I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah, spooky music? Mm, I don't know what to tell you on that not, one. Not that, like right next to you, because they're like yeah, it so, was close. so close. Ugh. Anyway, I don't know what to say about that one. That one's slightly underwhelming. You might have, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't like crazy. Um, yeah, 
I don't, I don't, because it could be, it could 100% be your phone. I know you said it was on mute, but like, you know, it could be something else. I don't know. I don't think that one would, the fact that it was like, right, like really close to you, that's kind of creepy. Um, but I'm sure like, you're fine. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think it's the end of the world. In my opinion, I think this one was kind of like a dud. Meh. Meh. Yeah. So moving on, because that one was underwhelming. Yeah, and short, very short. And short. Mm-hmm. Um. So this next one says, creepy Alexa experience. <laughs> this bitch Alexa be on some shit, bro. No, Honestly, Siri. when you think about it, I have a Google in my bedroom yeah. and in my kitchen how do they know that they're like when i say hey google she bings i don't know if you heard that (laughs) cancel um but when it comes to that when i say hey her name (laughs) because i don't because i don't want to turn it on again but when i say that phrase that activates google how do they know that i'm saying it they have to be constant they have to be constantly yeah. listening yeah so but anything you say do whatever they're listening that's fucking creepy that's I'm sorry. wild that is wild <laughs> also have you seen like these um videos of <laughs> people using alexa or like they're using i don't know the google maps or whatever they're asking for directions and stuff and <laughs> alexa literally starts fighting with the person so i'm like that shit's wild that shit like why why is this um why is this ai pretty much fighting with people now (laughs) that shit's wild like the amount of and like think about it if it's listening to you the amount of information it's gathering hence why it can respond in certain ways and and certain phrases are coming out of its mouth yeah it's like, okay, how much privacy do you really have? Probably none if you have a, an Alexa or a Google or whatever of those little computer bot thingies in your house. You probably you know, have none. You know what? If we're being honest, our phones are You're, literally uh, yeah, the cause of our... Like, we barely have any privacy that's because true. we have our phones. We go everywhere with our phones. Yeah. And we don't realize, like, our cameras, our, our, the mics in the phone... All of that is watching you. Yeah. Regardless if you want to believe it or not, that's actually happening. Mm-hmm. This is just mm-hmm. made. This is this episode is just making me realize that technology is the scariest <laughs> thing. Yeah. I'm like freaking. Oh my god. I'm like screw spooky paranormal stories. We're just gonna tell you all about <laughs> technology and how scary it is because every piece of technology is listening to you. No, hundred percent. So anyway, let's talk about an Alexa. Yes. <laughs> Let's add to the storm. So um, this happened about six to seven years ago when I got an Alexa for Christmas that year. Mm -hmm. My parents are old school and my dad was strictly against having the Alexa even taken out of the box. It it took months of begging and pleading before I could even set it up Mm. with conditions, of course. It had to be only in my room, Mm. nowhere else in the house, just my room. When I was not speaking to it or using it, it was either on mute or unplugged. Mm. Do not talk personal matters around it. So like family matters, passwords, addresses were not to be said around the Alexa, even if it was muted. Mm. So with those rules and probably a few more, I got 
to set up my Alexa. I had discovered a while after having it that you could play some guessing, guessing games on it. Mm -hmm. Being an only child at home and bored 99% of the time, I use this feature a lot. Like, mm -hmm. honestly, almost too much. Oh, that's kind of sad. That's I'm kinda sorry. Sad. That's kind of sad. That's like you're, you basically created a friend or Pretty uh, a, Alexa's like a, your friend. Yeah, a uh, sibling. Oh, yeah. that's so sad. Yeah. Anyway, um, one night while I was playing some guessing game and playing a game on my iPad, I had gotten a question wrong. I don't remember the question or what I answered, but I only remember what Alexa said. It was something along the lines of, wrong, now listen close. Obviously, this catches my attention and I stop what I'm doing and look at my Alexa. Right on cue, she continues in this horrifying whisper, raspy voice, don't look behind you. Oh my god. Oh no. No, 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 no. I hate that shit. I hate that shit. Needless to say, I unplugged my Alexa and refused to use it for months and years after that. No, that's valid. That's actually a valid reason um, not to use it. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> now, one of the person, one of the comment, one of the replies says, So did you look behind? <laughs> And then they replied and said, I didn't. I was on my bed, which was in the corner of my room at the time. Oh, hell no. So the only thing behind or beside me was a wall. Unless it was like a scene from Stranger Things that had a hand coming out of oh, the wall. Oh, no. And <laughs> no, then, no, 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 no. Then reply to that was, well, I guess she made a bad joke on you. I don't know. how. I don't know if they're capable of that. Uh, horrible joke on her part because it cost her the privilege of being plugged into the wall. <laughs> And sorry, and then one more thing. This guy was like, "Yeah, some pranks to destroy good friendships." Loved your story, by the way. <laughs> I love how like the the father, like how we talked about, yeah, you know, we don't have any privacy. Like it seemed like he understood that, and he's like, "Yeah, no, we're mm -hmm. not doing that," just because we already don't have privacy. And if these things are like listening to you because you're asking them questions. They're going to be listening to you constantly. And if there's someone to hack them, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's possible, but most likely it is. Um, I don't want them to know all of these information or any of our information be sent to a third party, which makes sense. You know, um, I did like how the father's like, OK, if you're going to do this, there's going to be rules. You're not going to obviously have it on constantly. And I'm guessing, like, good on dad for yeah. putting those rules just because you never realize how much shit you say. And this was also six to seven years ago from what the person was saying. So, I mean, we're in 2023 now. That's, like, I don't know how and long like ago. Like, 2012 or something. Yeah, and the technology has gotten better. And people have gotten smarter in, in hacking people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's actually really crazy. And the fact that, like, a raspy voice, not... Her regular voice, that's fucking weird. Mm -hmm. That's weird. That's really weird. Ugh. Okay, so for this next one, um, I don't know if maybe we'll get through all of it, but there's this sequence one where it says the family house is haunted. Okay. And there's three parts. Okay. They're not like super long parts, but they're like long-ish parts. Okay. Um, so I just thought maybe we'd read it together and see how far what's we going get. On? Okay. Yeah, see what's going on. Yeah. See if it's good or not. 
Because apparently this was one of the popular ones that people were upvoting and stuff. Oh, so. okay. Okay, okay. Um, so, the family house is haunted. When I was a child, my late uncle's chilling ghost stories had a way of seeping into my young mind, filling it with vivid images of the supernatural. Mm. His stories were so convincing that, as a kid, it was impossible not to believe in the eerie possibilities he presented. Mm. He really loved freaking out his little nieces and nephews. <laughs> The centerpiece of many of my uncle's Eerie's narratives was my grandma's old house, mm. a relic from the past that stood a short distance up the road from the family cemetery. It had a history intertwined with the supernatural, making it the perfect setting for his stories. Mm. Several family mem members had passed away within its walls, including my grandfather and her two infant daughters who had met untimely deaths. My grandmother often spoke of being, oh, sorry. My grandmother often spoke of being that visited, sorry. What? Oh, my- Spoke of a being? Yeah. Yes. My grandmother often spoke of beings that visited her in the foot of, at the foot of her bed. Okay. Their nature, a mystery. Ghosts or angels, no one could say for sure. Mm. Most of the family dismissed her accounts as hallucinations, but my mother and I believed her, and my uncle frequently brought her visions to life in story form. Mm. Among many stories I remember him telling, there were two in particular that left an undelible mark in my imagination. The tale of a mysterious light that wandered through the cemetery at the witching hour, and a ghost that had visited multiple generations there. Over the years, however, I had three paranormal experiences of my own, okay. all focused around that same house, mm -hmm. making me wonder if perhaps my uncle's tale had been more than just spooky stories. Mm -hmm. My first encounter happened on a weekend when we were visiting my grandma. It, I was just around seven or eight years old at the time. I was sitting in the living room playing. This is a lot of like pre-story yeah, stuff. I like it. I'm like, it kind of sets the ground of yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Um, I was sitting on the living room floor playing with toys. Sometime later, I looked at my mom and told her that I had to go to the bathroom. Mm. When I reached the bathroom door, something caught the corner of my eye that totally freaked me out. Mm. I saw an apparition so shockingly real that I froze in place. Mm. Descending the staircase just beyond the bathroom door was someone wearing a pair of old light-colored brown pants accompanied by heavy brown work boots. Mm. I couldn't see above the waist and I knew no one was ever allowed to go upstairs. These were not the attire of the living. They were skeptical anachronistic mm. uh, remnants from another era, like something out of the 1920s or the 1930s. Damn. My heart raced and I struggled to process the impossible sight before me. The pants descended, wait, this is just pants, pants and boots. No body. Well, well, they can't see if there's a body. Ah, okay. They can't see, yeah. Because it says the pants descended the stairs with an eerie, deliberate slowness, then stopped. The panic surged through me. I slammed the bathroom door shut and frantically looked for a place to hide. Mm. My heart was pounding relentlessly. My mind raced, trying to make sense of the situation. Could it be my late grandfather who had mm. passed away when my mother was just nine years old? I didn't have long to think about it before I noticed that the bathroom door wouldn't open. Oh my god. It had no lock, yet I found myself locked inside, desperately kicking and screaming for help. Oh my god. Minutes felt like hours as I fought to open the stubborn door, my cries for help going unheard. 
Strangely, the living room where my parents, grandmother, and aunt were gathered were was just on the other side of the bathroom wall, mm. but no one seemed to hear my frantic cries and screams. Yeah. The door finally opened and I bolted out of there, running back to the living room. I shut the hallway door with such force that it interrupted my family's conversations. Mm. The way that they looked at me puzzled by my sudden entrance. The freaky part is that no one had heard my screams or me pounding on the door. Mm. I never told anyone about my encounter, including my parents, because I didn't want to be the thought. I didn't, I don't want to be thought as some nutcase. That is the end of part one. Okay. Um, yeah, when, when they said that, oh, they seen the pants and like the work boots uh, and, and they actually mentioned, oh, I thought it was my late grandpa. Cause that's where I went to. I'm like, oh, maybe it was the grandpa revisiting their home or whatever. But having like a different uniform and like a different era's like outfit and stuff. I don't know if that would be the grandpa, but ooh. And the fact that they're like, oh, when I went into the to the washroom to close the door, it could be like a thing that like whoever it was just kind of like isolated that room so that there's no sounds that are coming out of that place, which kind of is fucking creepy because you never know what's gonna happen right mm-hmm. um and another thing like because this house is near a cemetery uh you never know who's really lurking then yeah you know you never know who would be around the building or like who wants to visit you know wants to come and chit chat with humans i don't know yeah. uh with the living not humans with the living um so that's where I'm like, okay, because you're near a cemetery, like you never know who has unfinished business, right? Or like how, if they are attached to the house or not. Uh, so that's where I'm just like, ooh, maybe don't stay in this house. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Did you know that my ap- <laughs> Did you know that my apartment is right by a cemetery? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I'm not coming over anymore. Just no, kidding. Because uh, <laughs> if you literally like, where my apartment is mm-hmm. over um there's like the side road back there um and then basically there's like my apartment that side road and then right across the road is a cemetery i did not know that yeah fun how did fact. i not know that i literally didn't know that for the first year of me living here <laughs> i went out for a walk and then i was like i turned i was like oh that's a cemetery i was like i live right by a freaking cemetery that's crazy you know when they say like when you go to a cemetery, don't be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know about like everyone, but when you come home, make sure like you cleanse the place and like you kind of like get rid of anything that, you know, you brought with you, I guess. Because it's like, if you go to a cemetery, you never know what's going to latch onto you. And honestly, I feel like that's so real. Because if something's bad and they don't like you, they're going to attach onto you. Yeah. And you're going to bring that thing into your home. So, like, if they live so close to a cemetery and they've been talking about spooky things happening, like, I don't know, maybe something attached to one of them. I don't know. Maybe. That's creepy as hell, though. Maybe. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think? Like, predictions for the next... For the story, I feel like... I don't know. Part of me wants to say that, like, 
it's going to get worse because mm-hmm. I feel like considering there's part two and part three, I feel like the person that's like writing this is going to explain like we like kind of figure out who the guy who basically figure out who yeah. the pants is really who the pants are who the pants are who the um, pants are who the pants are so i'm like so i'm i have a feeling that the person is gonna figure out who the pants are yeah and and then this is gonna be like more than just i don't know i'll just say they uh yeah. whoever like like they're writing like the yeah. person writing um that it's not gonna happen to them it's gonna happen to different people in the house because they were saying that when this happened their family was downstairs and they didn't really like pay much mind and where I feel like, and they're probably going to be like, well, what's, why, why are you so dramatic? Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't hear you kick or scream. Mm-hmm. I think, like, because they said there's multiple occasions that certain things happen, I feel like just different things are going to visit them. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, let's read to find out. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> so this is the part two for the, my, uh, for the family house is haunted. My aunt, a stubborn old woman who lived alone during, or sorry, in the old house, had become increasingly susceptible to falls. She resisted using her life alert device and seldom wore it around her neck. Mm. It was a daily source of worry for our family, and eventually the day came when her other two sisters could no longer ignore the need for intervention. Mm. They made the difficult decision to admit her into a nursing home, an act she strongly opposed. Mm-hmm. My mother had sent, or sorry, my mother had spent several nights with her before the dreaded decision was made, mm. hoping to prevent the inevitable move on the, to the nursing home. But despite our best efforts, it was too late. My aunt was placed in the care of the facility, leaving her home empty. With my mother already staying there, I decided to move in, mm. with my aunt's permission, as I felt uneasy about my mom being there alone. Mm. A good friend of mine, ever ever helpful and eager to assist joined me in the endeavor to save money my aunt graciously allowed us to use my grandmother's old house to store our belongings temporarily Mm. it was a nostalgic place one filled with memories of my family's past however it also harbored a reputation for being haunted a fact that had fueled countless ghost stories over the years As my friend carried the first set of boxes into the house, she suddenly dropped them and ran back to where she was standing next to the truck. Her face was as pale as a ghost and she was breathing heavily as though she had sprinted a marathon. She stammered. As soon as I entered through the back door into the hallway, I heard three loud knocks. It gave me the heebie-jeebies. I don't like where this is going. I raised an eyebrow, initially skeptical of her story. The house was old and it has always been a hub for ghostly tales. Still, something about the intensity in her eyes made me reconsider. The look on her face seemed genuine and I couldn't ignore that shiver that ran down my spine. After all, in a house with such a haunted reputation, anything was possible. We decided to proceed with the move, alibi with some caution. We continued to transfer our belongings into the house, but neither my mother nor I heard anything out of the ordinary. There were no mysterious knocks or unexplained sounds to be found. It was almost as if the ghosts, if they existed, were selective about their actions, perhaps only revealing themselves to certain people. Over the following weeks, my friend continued to visit, offering her support and company. She helped with the chores around the house, like cutting the grass or weeding the garden. Mm. 
One sunny afternoon, while I was preoccupied clearing some of the overgrown bush, I began to, or sorry, brush, I noticed her demeanor change. Her, comple her complexion paled once again, and her eyes darted nervously around the yard. Concerned, I approached her asking what was wrong. She hesitated before finally confessing. I keep feeling like I'm being watched, and when I look up at the second, second story window, I saw a face. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. I don't like that either. My heart skipped a beat, and I felt a chill wash over me. This wasn't the first time that she had been unnerved by the house's presence. Mm -hmm. She seemed genuinely frightened and on edge. The apparition and she described sorry, the apparition she described scared the crap out of her, mm -hmm. making her feel profoundly uncomfortable and unwelcome. After that day, my friend's visits became increasingly infrequent. She no longer came over to hang out, and when we met, it was always at a neutral location or through phone calls. The experiences she had in that house had left an undelible mark on her, and the apparitions that seemed to inhabit the old house had effectively driven her away. As the months had passed, I had never heard of strange knocks or witnessed any uh, spectral faces myself, but the stories and encounters of those who had remained lingered in my memory. The house seemed to harbor secrets that were only known to a select few, a world of apparitions and ex unexplained phenomena that had kept the family's imagination alive for generations. Mm -hmm. I couldn't help but wonder if the ghosts were the lingering spirits of my grandparents or other more enigmatic entities. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that's how I say that. Yeah. Uh, whatever the truth may be, the haunting of grandma's house still remains a mystery. That is the end of part two. Wow. Um, yeah. It when it when they were talking about, you know, who could see the apparitions or like these these ghosts or whatever. Um, yeah, like I said, some some things attach to certain people, and maybe in that in that home, there's certain people that are welcomed, and other people are scared. Uh, to not ever come back, right? Yeah, like scared away. Yeah, scared away to never come back. Uh, and hence why maybe um, they just didn't like certain people being around um, and you've never seen them because they were okay with you being here. Maybe like it is generational things where it's like certain people that, you know, the family might not really want to see certain things and maybe that's the case. Maybe these... Uh, beings or whatever they are um just didn't like certain people didn't like their 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 aura they didn't like their their presence they didn't like their whatever the case may be um hence why they drove them away right um it's the same thing as like if you go to a cemetery and certain things attach to you it, they're not gonna attach to everybody but they pick who they attach to right yeah that was uh, it was spooky, but I'm I'm getting invested in the story. Well, we still got one more part. <laughs> let's go. So let's go and deep dive into number three. Mm -hmm. So summer break had arrived, and my children started preparing to spend the upcoming two weeks with their father. After breakfast at the old family house, I had one last chore for them to help me with before their trip to clean the two bedrooms upstairs in Grandma's old house. Mm -hmm. You should have seen the look on their faces. First, it was dread. Suddenly turned into excitement. 
since they were old enough to remember the ghost stories here. It sparked their curiosity to see if any of it was true. The house had been the subject of countless ghost stories, and while we were all somewhat apprehensive about stepping foot inside, our family's deep connection to the place made us resolute, sorry, resolute, yeah, resolute, mm -hmm. in our commitment. This house, within its time-worn facade and the echoes of past generations, held the past, sorry, held a special place in our hearts. That, um, oops, sorry, lost my spot. Uh, that night at dinner, one of my children proposed an idea. Quote, why don't we take a camera upstairs and see if we can capture any ghosts or something? He flashed a mischievous grin, the kind only a child can wear when proposing something both thrilling and terrifying. <laughs> First of all, why would you want to do that? I feel I would be too scared to catch something. Like, what if you do catch a, yeah. like on the camera, like an actual ghost? I mm, nope. But I feel like that will solidify any type of like feelings you might have had. I mean, true. You know, and like any experiences that you might have experienced in that home. And you're like, oh, maybe that was just like my mind playing games. But then when you capture it, you're just like, oh, maybe it wasn't my mind and it was I wasn't going crazy and it was true. real. That's but, true. But then again, if it is an old house and it's like a generational thing, it seems like and it also seems like this uh, writer, uh, Reddit person, um, they are growing because each story seems like it's like she was different yeah different phases like, of the, their yeah. life yeah and now she's like oh yeah now i have kid my I kids, kids. Yeah. yeah i have two kids and blah 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 and we're gonna go clean the house yeah. so it's like we're kind of growing with the yeah. character honestly though um i agree with you i don't know if i would want to see anything just because i know even if it does validate what i've been feeling I don't want to know what it is that's been yeah. fucking with me. Yeah, 100%. So um, continuing on. Mm -hmm. Hold on, I lost my spot. Oh, yes. I pondered the question, or sorry, I pondered the suggestion for the moment. Mm -hmm. The idea of embarking on a paranormal adventure was enticing, but I couldn't help feeling a shiver of unease. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, I couldn't resist the allure of the unknown. All right, I finally said, giving into the excitement. Let's do it. This morning after breakfast, this morning, this morning. She said oh. this morning. So that makes it sound like it was this today. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> this morning after breakfast, we made our way upstairs, camera in hand, determined to unravel the myster mysteries of the old house. Mm. As I ascended the creaky wooden stairs, my heart raced with a mixture of anticipation and tread trepidation trip trepidation trip trap trepidation trepidation t-r-e-p-i-d-a-t-i-o-n trepidation 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 trip trip whatever whatever the fuck that is whatever it is anticipation yeah and anticipation two anticipations um, during the entire time we cleaned, however, there were no signs of any otherworldly presence. Mm. No strange sounds, no eerie sightings, just the musty scent of time-worn wood and faded memories. Musty, dusty, okay. Musty, dusty. <laughs> that night, as we huddled together and watched the recorded footage, there was unprepared. We were unprepared for what we would uncover. Oh fuck! Oh god! Oh fuck! Okay. The camera had captured something that defied explanation. 
something that sent a shiver down all of our spines. Mm. In the midst of the recording, a small, a small orb darted across the room like a blur, as if it were desperately trying to invade the camera lens. <gasps> it moved with an otherworldly grace, flickering in and out of sight before vanishing entirely. We watched in astonishment, our hearts pounding as the camera had somehow managed to capture this unearthly abnormality. But the strangeness does not end there. In one corner of the bedroom, a transparent image began to materialize. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. It says a ghostly face etched with the lines of aged and wisdom. It was the face of an old woman. Her features soft and haunting, hauntingly familiar. She seems to She seemed to graze at us with eyes that held the weight of time. As we continue to watch, a chill, a chill, Frank, I feel very unsettled now. I'm like, oh my God. As we continue to watch, a chill settled over us. The most unsettling revelation awaited us in the final moments of the recording that we haven't gotten to the good part yet. I feel like the best part already happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was the face showing up. Oh my God. Um, in the exact spot where my youngest son had been standing, an apparition appeared. A baby hovering above his left shoulder. Ah, uh, hell no. Its translucent form executed an otherworldly presence. A spec wow, this person uses big words. <laughs> a spectral reminder of a life that had been cut tragically short. Yo! Because at the beginning, oh, oh I just got chills. Oh, my God. Because at the beginning, they talked yeah, yeah, about yeah. the grandpa and then the two, two, two kids. kids. Oh, my God. The untimely death. Yeah. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Fucking chills. Ooh, I don't like that. Ooh, I don't oh like that. Ooh. Ooh, I don't like that. <sighs> oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, continue. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. The significance of these haunting revelations began to dawn on us. The old family home with its century-old history mm. had been a witness to countless moments of joy and sorrow. Yeah. It had been the backdrop for the stories of our ancestors, each one leaving an, in, an indel, indelible, indelible yeah. mark on the house's very foundation. The family's history within these walls had been marked by numerous deaths, spanning across all ages and generations. Among them was the unresolved tragedy of the baby's death nearly mm -hmm. 50 years ago, a sorrow that ne had never really found closure. Oh, shit. As my children embarked on their visitation with their father, my cousin, who lived next door to the old family home, paid me a visit. He had experienced a profound loss just two years prior when his daughter tragically lost her life in a car accident. Oh my God. His eyes held a mixture of grief and wonder as he shared something he had discovered. He pulled out his laptop and showed me a video that his son had captured on his phone. It was an image that defied belief and left my heart heavy. The video showed us his deceased daughter hovering over him from behind. Oh my God. Her presence unmistakable. He explained that she had appeared only once, offering him a moment of solace and connection. Oh my God. Oh. As I listened to him, a chilling realization watched over me. The old fa oh my God, I'm scared to continue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah! 
Um, the old family house standing as it had over for over a century had become a re respiratory repost. They're big words. They have so many big words. Goddamn, my little pea brain can't keep up. Repository, repository. Mm -hmm. I think that means like a house. I think like a solace, like a house, like that keeps all of them yeah, safe. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Of souls. Like a, like a sanctuary for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what that means. Okay. A place where the spirits of family members who had passed away over the years found refuge, solace, yeah. and perhaps even connection. Yeah, I yeah, think that's yeah, yeah, yeah. basically what you were saying. Uh, fast forward one year later, it was another hot summer. It was in the middle of August, which here in the south is the hottest parts of the year. I had been talking to a friend for a while now, or sorry, for a while about repairs needing to be done on the downstairs hallway. The floor was rotting so bad that some of the places you would put your foot would go right through the floor. Mm. We just needed to get that fixed right away. So her cousin came over to look at the house. I was at work when, when they came, but my mom was home to walk with them and go over everything that needed to be done. Mm. It was only a minutes later, my friend's cousin ran out of the house and straight to the car. He claimed that he was freezing and that he kept feeling like he was being watched. He was oh ter- god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> he was terrified and refused to ever come back. My friend said that as they were going down the road, her cousin kept insisting to turn the heater on. Ooh, I don't like that. Oh my god, it attached to them. Yeah. Oh my god. For miles, she said that he was freezing to death. So, uh, the stories and encounters within this old house's walls were not merely frag fragments of our imagination or the product of superstition. They were echoes of a past that refused to fade away. Mm -hmm. Whispers from the other side that spoke in, of the enduring bond between the living and the departed. Mm -hmm. As I continued to care for the family, old family house, I couldn't help but feel a sense of reverence for the generations that had come before us. Mm -hmm. The house had become a bridge, a portal through the through which we could catch a glimpse of the lives and spirits of our ancestors. It was a place where the past and the present converged, where the line between the living and the departed blurred. But um, and there was a legacy of our family continued to unfold in a mysterious and poignant ways. This person's a hundred percent a writer. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it makes me want to, like, it makes me want to think, like, is it real? Yeah, I know. You know, because the like, way they're writing this story, it's like, it, I can uh, like see, a story. Yeah, right? I can see how it's both. I can yeah. see how it's, like, not real, but then I can also see how it's real. Yeah, that's actually wild. Um, Yeah, that was, that was a trip and a half. That was a lot. That was a lot. Like, certain aspects of it made me scared but like i said it seemed like a like this person's a good writer it seemed like a story yeah like it didn't seem as you were reading different parts of it it seemed more of like fiction rather than reality yeah especially yeah. that ending mm -hmm. that ending it a hundred percent felt like they took it from the book or they are putting it in a book yeah you know, so I was a little question. Iffy. Yeah, Iffy. I was questioning whether it's real or not. Yeah. But seeing seeing like people that have passed in this home or whatever. I also feel like this home, it's like 
whoever passes on there's like a legacy to it there's like a there's like something that's that's bringing everyone back into into like creating more of a story for their family right and whoever whoever experiences these things it seems like their story is going to continue going on just because and then that that way i guess they can continue living Mm -hmm. um which it kind of seemed like that's what was happening also with like a lot of their family like there's a lot of tragedy here there's a lot of tragedy and maybe that home is like a comfort place that all these things like these spirits or whatever the case may be they're coming to there just to like have um connections with their with their living relatives and being like hey although we passed you are moving on yeah you are kind of telling everybody our story and it might be scary obviously but um to see like the little the little child um although it's scary but it's still like oh i remember when this happened like i Mm -hmm. remember this sorrow that we felt and um but we gotta we gotta continue living and like we gotta we gotta remember them but also not be afraid Mm -hmm. um to to be in this home because obviously clearly the whatever's in there um isn't harming them right they don't seem evil right it seems like certain people yeah experience it more than others but there's no violence to it it doesn't say at least not that they mentioned anything um except for that first when they were a child that's that was a little bit different but um unlike the first story we we read it that story was violent right yeah whoever was there was angry whereas this story doesn't seem like there's anger it's more like oh we still we're still here for you like we still are watching over you type of thing um so i thought that was really nice mm-hmm. but <laughs> i don't know it it seems like there's a lot of tragedy but it also seems like it's just like a story that's being yeah told. yeah it almost seemed like it w- it was good don't get me Too wrong it was to be true yeah it was almost like a like borderline fictional yeah but um i think also if it's okay with you mm. before we wrap it up um i found it's a it's still a part of that r slash true scary stories yeah. um but it's kind of a a lighter one okay yeah yeah. yeah. so let's, i was thinking we finish we, off we can finish one. off with the lighter one i yeah. mean as lovely as that story was since i don't know about y'all but i'm a little bit of a scaredy cat <laughs> so i'm like we can end it in a little bit of a lighter note yeah yeah so this let's one <laughs> <laughs> keep in mind i have not read this mm. but um i will give you the title and then there's something i need to preface as well okay so the the title is called um for remember this is under r slash true scary stories Mm -hmm. we're still in the horror scary stories genre okay um the title is target bathroom disaster that sounds pretty fucking scary (laughs) that sounds funny as well (laughs) that sounds scary too i mean depending on what happens but i do want to put this preface out there as well um this post like i said i haven't read it i don't even know what it's about mm. but this uh has been flagged as a not safe for work so oh. so in other words like i don't know what's gonna happen but okay. so if you are a youth if you get squirmy about things 
I will not recommend that you listen to this. So this part, yes. Skip yes. over or have a good rest of your day, night, wherever, whenever you're listening to this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if uh, if you're under the age, if you are a child or anything like that, I mean, we have all of our podcast episodes as explicit anyway. Yeah. This is just a verbal, just to let you know that this has a do an uh, 18 plus not safe for work kind of tag on it. Yeah. So with that being said, if... Um, if you don't want to listen to that, that's okay. You can end it here. Thanks for listening to yes. the other Bye-bye. episode. Bye. <laughs> now for the people who wanted to stick around. Yeah. <laughs> and to hear about this Target bathroom disaster. Let's get into it. I don't, I don't know if this is going to be like good or bad. Okay. I don't know. But let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So one day I went to Target and felt a shit coming on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wonderful. Straight <laughs> to the point. Great start. <laughs> Straight to the point. Uh, before I walked into the bathroom, I knew it would be one of those. <laughs> but the, no wonder that they said not safe for work because they're kind of getting a little descriptive here. Okay. They're, they're like, I knew it would be one of those wet, hot shits given oh the God. feeling of my gut. This bathroom uh, had only one stall. So I was doing my business for about 10 minutes. And when I finished up out to my absolute horror and dismay, <gasps> there is no toilet paper left whatsoever. Oh no. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. My mind was racing. So many emotions were flowing through me all at once. Like, why didn't they refill it? <laughs> what now? Or I'm <laughs> fucked. Is there a backup plan? Do I wipe with my bare hand? <laughs> I <laughs> Don't do that. I asked in my head. I started looking around for any available options. Mm. Maybe there's a paper towel dispenser by the sink. They usually have one of those, right? Mm. Not this time. It seemed as if I was truly fucked and I was out of luck. Mm. Oh no, not <laughs> until I saw the brown paper towel that looked used Ew. as if as it, it has been laying on the grimy floor for years, collecting all sorts of bacteria, viruses, parasites, and such. No, no. It even had... No! He just said it has a few hairs on it! Uh, sure, sure. Surely I wouldn't walk out of that stall with <laughs> wet hot diarrhea like shit in my pants. Not a chance. I had to do the unthinkable. No. I reluctantly no. picked Ew. up the sickening brown paper towel. I knew what ha- I knew what was about to go down. I'm about to throw up. Okay. This is this is scary. That's unsafe, first of all. Yeah. That don't is, do that. Okay. Okay. Common sense is not common. Don't do that. Like what the Then f- what would you do? I don't know, but I would, I I would straight up do. call. I would call someone. I call you or call my mom. Be like, I'm at this store. Please bring me toilet paper. Yeah, no, literally. Also, they're they're in the store, right? Yes. So can't they maybe flag a worker and <laughs> be like, "Yo, you need toilet paper in here, uh, ASAP." I, I, I'm taking a shit right now, and there's <laughs> nothing for me to wipe my ass with. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, but I would not use. Ew, ew. Anyways, continue. There's just a couple sentences left. After moments of recollection and reconsideration, I wiled myself to wipe my already foul anal cavity with that vile brown towel. The job was done. My, I felt feelings of regret, yet I had no other options. What the fuck just happened? Bro, you would have went home and washed your ass immediately. I would have because uh, you're about to. You have to burn your ass at this point because yeah, like bleach it. <laughs> like, 
I there's what? if you're interested, there are three comments though. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um one person said I needed that LOL. Okay. Uh, why would you why? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, next one is you are insanely brave LOL. I would have just used my socks. <laughs> you know what? That's not a bad idea. <laughs> you know what? Use your socks and throw it away. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Smart. Okay. That is that's a, yeah, and then you can use it one way and flip it inside out and use it <laughs> No, <the> ew, what? <laughs> if you need to, if you need to. But I'm like, socks, not a bad idea. It's yeah, more sanitary no, than a questionable paper towel that's sitting on the floor of a public a bathroom with a hair on it. I'm sorry. I'm getting I'm getting traumatized right now. Okay? Well, the last one says, I had something similar happen in a Target bathroom. No toilet paper. No one in the bathroom either. I couldn't. There, okay, question. Sorry. Is there one stall? Yeah. The person said that there was one stall. Um, anyway, so this person what that replied said, uh, no toilet paper, no one in the bathroom either. I couldn't leave my stall. So I made the executive decision to use my socks, which I threw them in the trash. I really like those socks too. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Honestly, but the socks isn't a bad idea. You gotta do what you gotta do, but whatever the other the first person did. Like what the hell possessed you to do that? Because not okay, you're literally contaminating your body you don't know what diseases you're gonna get yeah or like if you because you know a lot of people in our generation nowadays we have our phone on us constantly yeah call the store very true i'm like where you can where you can like call the store and then they'd be like oh thanks for calling insert store name here my name is whatever how can i help you and i'd be like this is a really weird question i am in your bathroom right now i have no toilet paper please bring some to me right now i have shit coming out of me and i need toilet paper to wipe my ass and there's nothing here like you know honestly what? not a, that's a better idea that, valid the, valid because then that encourages them to deal with the issue right then and there exactly exactly because you're then, talking to a staff member imagine if you're like calling the store and then they're like can you hold for a moment and you get put on hold for like 15 <laughs> minutes and you're sitting on the toilet at the store you're just like i swear to god but i'm sure at that point after 15 minutes someone else needs to use the washroom true so they'll be knocking but right? i was gonna say or by all means at that point if the if there's still no one there you'll just stay there until close and when they clean the bathrooms <laughs> at, when they clean the bathrooms at the end of the night someone will see you and they'd be like can you please give me toilet paper i've been here for nine hours <laughs> imagine no but you know what when you said like call the store that's so smart because everyone has their phones on them that's nowadays so smart I'm just traumatized with the fact that this person, like, do you know, like, oh, I I feel like I'm not a germaphobe, but I am to a certain degree. Me too. I'm like, for example, like for me, like uh, escalator um, handles, never touch them. Never. Absolutely not. People put their grummy, gross hands all (laughs) over them. I will not. And I never will. I hate I try to like handles of all yeah. sorts. I try to avoid them at all yeah. costs yeah. unless it's like desperately needed to or I know that it's clean. Then you instantly put hand sanitizer. Yeah, exactly. Um, But what possessed you to be like and on top of that, like if it was brown, OK, that's well, already that's already. Well, there's there's like brown paper towel. No, that, but like, I the know, but it said brown. it had a hair on it. Oh, so yeah, like, yeah. yeah. With that situation, I'd be like, you know what? You know what? Socks is such a smart idea. Let though. me see if I have any article of clothing that I could sacrifice. Honestly, yeah. 
I'm like, and socks? That's a really good, whoever said that in the comments, that is a really good that idea. That is a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So in good other words, you. even if it's summer and you're wearing flip flops, bring socks, bring socks, <laughs> put a pair of socks in your bag. Cause you never know. <laughs> you never you know. You never know. You never know. But the, oh my God, are you okay? First of all, are you okay? <laughs> like, He's probably mentally traumatized. <laughs> like that, that, sound, that must have been a lot to deal with are you physically and mentally okay because i don't know i don't know man don't know. that sounds like a lot you traumatized me at the end of this episode i um, thought this would have been a funny haha let's laugh moment i'm traumatized i'm haunted um <laughs> that haunted you more than the spooky stories yeah, no, literally. <laughs> but we're gonna wrap it up here did you want to plug our socials Yes. So our socials, we got two of them. We got Instagram and we got Twitter. Um, our Instagram is no one else underscore podcast. And our Twitter is no one else podcast. I also just wanted to say as well, um, thank you guys for listening to our road trip episode yes. and like giving it traction on all of our social medias. You guys were awesome. I had a lot of fun like yeah. doing the editing stuff because, yeah. you know, I, I love to edit and all that stuff. So it was fun to put the video together and and I love how all you guys just like loved it and like yeah. shared it and yeah. commented on it and liked it and watched it. And I don't know. I, I yeah. loved it. And we wanted to let you know, like we noticed that you guys noticed that. Those oh, yeah. Things because oh, yeah. that just tells us that what you guys like and maybe we'll do more of those. Let's go on another road trip. You know what? I'm down. I mean, Christmas is coming up. Let's go see Santa in the North Pole. You know what? I'm down. <laughs> We'll meet, we'll meet Rudolph and the whole gang up there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, I just wanted to clarify that too and just say thank you. We do see you. And even though we're very absolutely terrible with social media, we do see you. And we do see you listening to us. And we do love putting out content for you, even with life get, even when life gets hectic. Yep. yep. But yeah, so that's our social medias. We post every Friday. And um, Halloween is here. And then... Yeah. Christmas is upon us. Yeah. My birthday first and then Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Priorities first. Priorities first. You just had to sprinkle Slip that in. Slip that in there. I'm like sometime between the 31st and December 25th. Just yeah. figure it out. Just kidding. If you go into our previous episodes, you'll probably, I'll probably out myself on my birthday. Anyway, um, thanks for listening this yeah. week and we will catch you next week. Yeah. Okay. And you've listened to no, no one else. else. Bye guys. Bye. Have a spoopy Halloween. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye. <laughs>